Hi, this is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal Podcast. I'm here with my brother, Eric, and my boyfriend, Jesse. Say hi, guys. What's going on? How's it going? All right, and we are here to talk about deals with the devil. Yes. And why did you enter with, like, uh, this is Jen? Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm I was open-ended. Am I? <laughs> Ron Burgundy took over for a yeah. second. <laughs> Who put a question mark on the teleprompter? <laughs> it was like that one time mom wrote my intro for me. <laughs> you know she'll read anything. <laughs> Speaking of, Eric wrote a very big part of what I'm reading today, so <laughs> there will be surprises in store. <laughs> um, All I'm saying is, ladies and gentlemen, your, your rump writes your future and just yeah. bring it to me. And I will tell you it. We're going to be running uh, rival rumpologies. <laughs> oh, like the prestige. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. We'll go to Great Heights to challenge. <laughs> Anywho, so. Wow. All right. so, okay. Yeah. So this is... He stopped using his hands and now he just presses his face against the button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just there motorboating. Yeah. No. <laughs> Anyways, we're talking about deals with the devil today. That's right, deals with the devil. <laughs> that, hey, we might sell our souls to become a high-end rumpologist. Oh, my God. Um, Mama Stallone, give me the strength. Give patron me the strength. saint of yeah. rumpology. We have a picture of her up on the... <laughs> Next to Baggins. Yeah. All right. Go really, uh, L. Ron Hubbard, just write our own fiction for it yeah yeah awesome yeah um you can find our podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, audible and podbean and a couple of small other ones that i saw when i was looking at the podbean wherever you're listening to it just keep on listening to it yes germany we see you out there yeah the, we've got a quite a few downloads from germany i was just like who's in germany that we yeah, if shout if, out to you. Yeah, for real. Uh, if y'all are active, you know, service men or women out there, uh, thank you for your service. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, creepy updates. No creepy updates, but I have had like just w- so this the, I uh, this is the first time that I gotta say that I really was genuinely creepy. I guess this would be a creepy update. So uh doing this whole thing with the devil like activity in my house just strange activity was just going crazy like i was hearing noises i was hearing whispering uh yeah because you know normally i wake up like at four or five to do some research you know fine-tune the last episode with editing and stuff Uh and i'm just hearing stuff in the background going crazy just (laughs) whispers be the best from Uh, but yeah, uh, but I could, I, I could never like find the source or whatever. So I, I really wouldn't consider it a creepy update. Well, that I would. Maybe... Emma's finally installed those little mic <laughs> <laughs> from from her bed. She's yeah. just like <laughs> just sending you random shit. <laughs> yeah, she she didn't look too happy about the rumpology. Uh, <laughs> she did not. I look am happy. encouraged a hundred percent to follow my dreams. <laughs> no, you're not. But anyways, <laughs> Jesse, do you have a creepy update? Uh, no, not really. I mean, if it did, I I lost it somewhere in my mind. In the past week. Yeah. In his studies, that's where he lost it. Yeah, I've been really diving myself into rumpology, (laughs) so I kind of don't have time to be creeped out when I have to change lives. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Changing lives one butt cheek at a time. Yeah. One, one, <laughs> one caress. One. I'm going to slap you. <laughs> I know I, I do that thing where like, um, what is it? What's that goddamn movie where the, the kid touches something and he feels it? He's all, like he starts getting like a flashback of it. Like powder? Is it? Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. I've been, I'm going to powder those oh, butts. Oh, that's right. It is like powder. going <laughs> <laughs> to powder those butts. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Wow. I, I have a creepy update. I told Jesse about it. He probably <laughs> forgot by now. <laughs> um, yeah, he thought, yeah, I did. <laughs> um, okay, so me, I think it was on, when did we record last? It, uh, was it on the a Monday? Monday. The okay. Monday was the Monday. So it was on Tuesday. Okay. So me and Sal were here. Jesse wasn't home yet. And we were watching TV on like the couch over there. Right. And we were probably watching like Booba or something. Okay. okay. And then like I just started hearing this weird noise and um like it was like What the hell? Or that's like that's not a good imitation. Yeah, I was about to say that's probably a very subpar imitation of the noise. <laughs> yeah, I didn't practice beforehand, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, so I was just like, What the fuck is that? So like I paused what we were watching. I was like, maybe it's a TV. And, like, I could still hear it. And, like, Boppy looks at me like, he's like, what? <laughs> like, I hear it, too. And so, like, I was like, okay, Boppy, you stay here. And so, like, I put the TV back on. And so, like, I followed the noise to his room. And it was, like, this little clock that we literally just brought home from Dad's shop. And he okay. was all like, okay. oh, this used to be Carla's. And it's, like, this little battery-operated clock. And right, um, right. so the the top of it has like like a little thing where like it has stars that you will go on the ceiling oh, when okay. you turn yeah, it on, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. like it has sleep noises, and mm-hmm. the the sleep noise was like ocean waves, and so like it just randomly turned on because like we had got home, huh. I went into his room, I turned on the AC, and then like we came back over here because I was like, right, I'm gonna let his room cool down, right, right, and so like it was probably like an hour into us watching like tv or something and then like it started and i was like what the fuck so that's Hmm. creepy like it it hasn't happened again and i don't know um right away i was i was automatically thinking and and, uh, this isn't a joke uh right away i was thinking like limbless charred no you know you you know because he's like burnt up and he's trying to breathe like Mm. you know the the thing that jesse's been yeah no thank you I didn't want to say anything like that because you get to really. <laughs> yeah, but oh. no, that was that was it. Um, I was just like, that's weird. Like, this was it was probably like the first week of having it in the house, and it is like a secondhand thing. It, Carla, yeah, it, it it's Carla's though. But like, I don't want to be like, hey, Carla, did you give Dad that to like get rid of because it was acting weird, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. um, but that's it. That was oh, my, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's my that's creepy it. update. You know, nothing too crazy. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, spooky. Yeah, I was... Limbless charred man is struggling to breathe. Communicating he needs his, with you. He no. needs his uh, no, CPAP machine. Don't, don't Wait, what was start. that movie that we saw <laughs> that was terrible? <laughs> Malignant. Malignant. There you go. I was so excited for Malignant. Oh, this was a, a spitball idea. I was telling Jesse that we should have movie reviews like in between... Like, not as a consistent thing, but, like, have movie reviews whenever we see them. Because, like... Basically, whenever she sees something terrible. Yeah. I just want to talk shit about it. But, like, I don't want to give away the... The plot. Yeah. Okay, we're going to edit this part out because I need to tell you. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Then never mind. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, It'll 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 ruin ruin it for you. you. (laughs) Unedit, edited. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Never mind, guys. But anywho's okay. Uh, I think we are ready. Yes, if if you don't want me to dive into rumpology, we you know. are not going to dive into rumpology. Y'all can start y'all's own podcast about rumpology. Later, we're, we're gonna segue once I. It's a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, actually. I'm, I'm drawing up the. <laughs> I'm drawing up the 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 line y'all you know, has like the love line and for the palm reading. I'm drawing up sections. It's gonna look pretty pretty legit. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That chocolate star. <laughs> You oh god, I just had the worst visual. <laughs> I, I pictured it. Yeah. I'm just like eh. <laughs> All right. Um okay, so how are we gonna do this? We didn't even discuss that beforehand. I have a small story before my that I did my own. Eric has the longer story that I'm gonna read. And then what else do y'all have? Um I've got uh one, I, th- I think we two. should let Jesse go. You want All me right. to start yeah. off for a second? And I think started off strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get the white claw pumping in me first. Okay. <laughs> before right. I start reading yeah. stuff. And cool. and then I'll I'll take on the second part, you know, the, the middle. I'll I'll follow up right in between. Uh-huh. You know? In the right in the crack. crack. Yeah, exactly. There you go. How did you guys know I favored the left cheek? <laughs> what? <laughs> all right let's start off with one of not the first one but okay. one of the my i want to say ominously reported ones of uh robert johnson oh yeah the delta blues king or as he's considered the grandfather of rock and roll yeah hell oh, yeah okay so uh mr johnson's widely known for his uh story of selling his soul at the crossroads to become a guitar player yeah i don't know if anybody's familiar with that around here i'm just thinking of britney spears crossroads okay. i'm just thinking of ralph macchio that's okay. what i'm thinking yeah, about. i don't know I mean, who that is but whatever. so what the karate kid yeah. oh okay I don't know him as Ralph Macchio. I just know him as the Karate yeah, Kid. He's only, he's even Daniel. The, yeah, I was going to say, even in the movie, he doesn't have a name. He's just the Karate Kid. She's, she's that person that <laughs> yells out at the celebrities, Hey, Karate Kid! <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. Continue. Sorry. Powder! <laughs> God. I know. Can't take her nowhere. Um, so, Robert Johnson. Delta Blues um, guy, uh, not a big disc, you know, discography. He had about twenty nine songs. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, not really big on anything. Uh, his account goes that he took it upon himself to head out to. He lived in Clarksdale, Mississippi, and went out to Highway sixty one and uh, where forty nine meet, and that's where mm-hmm. he he did his uh his amazing pact with the good old Sparky. <laughs> Sparky. So, um, good old scratch. A lot of people are gonna say, "Well, you know what? Maybe he just practiced. He, you know, he he took some yeah. time off." Yeah. Well, I have to <laughs> put that down for you guys. Um, Sunhouse, one of his, uh, co- um, I guess, musical buddies, tells the tell the tell of him being terrible. Man, he, he literally oh, yeah, said yeah, 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 this guy was yeah. awful. Like people down the block used to tell me, "Hey, man, tell your dude to, to stop, or we're gonna <laughs> fuck him up." That's basically what they like. Tell him. Yeah. He's yeah. that guy at karaoke night in Wonderwall. Uh, not even. It was worse than that because like they oh. wouldn't even like they wouldn't even let him. Like. Oh. Yeah, I, I think there's even actual stories of him being booed off early oh, in his career. That's not yeah, nice. like they were like 
you know and uh, uh but that that's not to say that he wasn't talented because he actually pr- prior to this i believe he was actually a somewhat talented harmonica player but his passion lied in good old six strings but uh like like jesse said he, he wasn't he wasn't good at all yeah he wasn't he was not good at all so uh he he was a family man at the time um he did have a wife who was mm-hmm. expecting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um he kind of ran into a, 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 a little <laughs> how can i put it misfortune uh he took the 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 nights off to go and practice do his gigs or whatever as terrible as they were and on one night gig his uh wife was not feeling well at all so to his resolve he said you know what let's just drop you off at your mom's and uh i'll still go out and when this happened yeah uh, when this happened uh, he came back the next morning and his uh wife and his son had passed away yeah she had kind of gone into labor and it did not turn out oh no so it's where his uh, in-laws blamed him for it. They said, you know, you should have been here with her. Was yeah, it like yeah. a early labor or something? Yeah, something like that. It was a complication. Oh, you know, yeah. his his life is kind of... Yeah, this is before really, documentation. Yeah, it's, oh, it's really okay. shadowy. So yeah, yeah. Um, And it said that he... Uh, that That's one of the moments where I think he decided to go. He didn't have anything left. So he, he walked down over to the crossroads and mm-hmm. did his famous uh, deal. Because when he came back... Everybody was shocked at how they at how he played the guitar. Oh, yeah. Like this man yeah. was doing things that had not been seen on yeah on anything. Yeah, yeah. I, his technique for the time was was very different. Like Jesse said, he was doing techniques that that were were he never to seen. The future, Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's why he's essentially uh, called the grandfather of rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, uh, because of a lot a lot of. Uh, like the rhythm that yes. he used, uh, the techniques. I mean, they they were like the foundation for rock. He did have, um, I guess, how can I put it to you? He did lean into it. People would tell him, "Well, what'd you do? Sell your mm-hmm. soul?" And mm-hmm. he would lean into it. He would never admit it, but by his disog- discography or songs, basically, uh, it can essentially be a, a, a trilogy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, or like a memoir too. Yeah, because. Well, I, I actually wrote down the names of the songs like the little bit that i do know there's the crossroads mm-hmm. that would be the first one where he's where he uh he he, no, he doesn't say it but essentially that would be the beginning of his yeah. journey uh-huh. musically and then yeah. me and the devil blues it, oh, hellhound yeah. is is the would oh, be the hellhound on my trail yeah that would be the middle and uh-huh. then his song list would end with me and the devil blues okay yeah and uh you know he he leaned into it because he would never stay in any town long enough yeah. so he yeah, always a... made it seem like you know the hellhounds were literally on his back yeah uh he also and, you know had... it's a funny story that you say about like the, the his first reappearance i think it was even a joke for uh so he he had asked to go up on stage yeah. and play and as a joke like the one of his buddies and like the 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 guy who owned the club was like, yeah, let let Robert go up there and play. We could all use like a laugh, kind oh. of in a sense. But he went up there and fucking blew everyone's, everyone's mind. Yeah, he, <laughs> like, yeah, people were just like, holy shit, is this the same Robert that we knew, you know, a year ago? Because he did disappear for a year, and during that time, just like Jesus, uh, we don't know what happened to him. You yeah, know what I mean? um, he there there is some accounts of who he 
went off to, which yeah, was another yeah. uh, blues yeah, yeah. guitar player. But he was also known for going and practicing in the middle of the night in graveyards. Yeah, yeah, that was so, a cool story. Yeah, I mean, even if you go, oh, he well, he went to this guy to practice. Like they were practicing in the middle of the night in graveyards, <laughs> if, even if they were. So that's yeah, still... this other guy would, would because like Robert, he he was kind of a shy guy, and he was he would even question like, why are we gonna go practice in the graveyard? And that dude would tell him like, well, man, even if you're terrible, they ain't gonna care. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is you know, it's a pretty good logic. And um, if he did make a deal with the devil, he would have felt like he was gaining fame and uh, a fortune because, you know, there's no multimedia. There's no. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. he at the time, even though it took a while for his record company to release it so many years later, as soon as they released those records, anybody who heard it was instantly in love with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe uh, (laughs) Rolling Stones, dude for some time thought it was two dudes playing the guitar oh shit <laughs> yeah That's i mean crazy. eric clapton even said that uh like renowned him as one of the greatest guitar players uh, of all time bob dylan as well yeah, uh he yeah. did a, a a song similar to his uh crossroads wise mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. And he met his unfortunate demise at yeah. 27, the starter off of yeah. the, 27 the 27 club, club. yes sir uh speculated whether he was poisoned by a jilted lover yep yep or yeah. you know he ran into something i believe his body was found in near the pecan tree or uh oak tree Oh, i don't know this detail yeah, they nice. found his, his body in the tree it was uh so when they asked uh to bury him to everybody's surprise yeah. the congregation took him in which the pastor knew nothing of him he had heard mm-hmm. you know stories yeah, of yeah. him sending so but one of the people that actually witnessed him showed him dying near the congregation like he was trying to get to the church yeah yeah so he died a, a few stones throws away from it <laughs> and uh the marker for his gravestone is actually right by the tree where he passed away yeah yeah um, so i have yeah. a little bit and so did you know that johnson actually has a tie to san antonio oh really no yeah so his first ever recorded session happened here in san antonio and of all places would you guess it was the Gunter Hotel. Oh, really? In room 14, uh, 414. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, the so infamous crossroad. Donkey lady. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, that's a weird connection. I, know, I was going to say, this is the one We're time reaching. I'm going to disagree. No, 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 no. It was Hispanic Elvis that taught him. Oh. That's where it happened. He well, Hispanic Elvis is the devil. He's offering deals to everyone. <laughs> Hey, fiesta, fiesta sucia. <laughs> She's the dancer around the fire. Oh, Hispanic I can't, I can't give you any talent, but no one will question it. <laughs> You'll be rich. But uh, yeah, so he 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 uh, his first ever recorded sessions here in San Antonio. Very cool. And uh, the infamous Crossroads Blues was uh, tracked here as well. It was the first time that it was ever tracked. Uh, he only recorded twenty nine songs. And like Jesse said, he did die at 27. So uh, it did take a very long while for these tracks to actually get released. A very long while. Yeah, it was it wasn't until like the late 60s or 70s that they finally came came out and stuff. But uh, I mean, yeah, he he really did lean into the whole uh, making a deal with the devil. But I mean, for whatever, uh, however you want to believe it. Uh, and good little side note: there was another Johnson that was also uh, famed to be 
to have made a deal with the devil around the same time from the same Delta Blues area. Really? He was actually way more popular than this Robert Johnson. Hmm. Uh, was he Eric Johnson? I, I forgot. His, <laughs> that's how that's how bad Robert Johnson has him. I forgot the first name Aww. of this other Johnson. Uh, but he has <coughs> Johnson's the spiel was his guitar, not his vocals. His vocals were kind of the background to his playing. Okay, okay. But this other Johnson, the inferior Johnson, the one that got the bum <laughs> uh, devil's deal. Um, he didn't was, realize another devil's deal happened the day yeah, before. <laughs> I think he was like, I'll, I'll do the yodeling. And that he, he, he kind of had like a yodeling uh, blues thing, which sounds eerie also, but, you know, nothing like the sound Robert Johnson yeah. was putting out. Interesting. The only yodeling I have, like, I think of that little kid that was yodeling in Walmart. Oh, I mean, it's it's kind of, yeah, it's it's about in that area. That's the only, like, yodeling I know of. And he, he would lean into it as well. But unfortunately, I want to say maybe he didn't make a deal with the devil. He just leaned into it because he lived way longer and didn't uh, get as much notoriety and fame as the first Johnson. Maybe good for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe he's like, well, I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> Um, he went yeah. back to the devil. Can I make a return? <laughs> um, that's pretty much all I got on him. That's pretty, you know. I'm it's... trying to find. So that local artist, Freddy Lopez, he did like such an amazing painting like a couple years back of Robert Johnson. Oh, I, and another I can't cool find thing. It. So when he came back, he mm. had a fucked up eye. What? Okay. And uh, it was said that he would have to turn around. While he was playing and not face the crowd, because he would start to mesmerize him with his evil eye. Oh shit! Very yeah. cool. So adding was, to the yeah, to it was, the I, I thought it was like a, a really cool thing where he knew he purposely knew in a couple of the pictures that the very few you can see it like you know they they said he had the evil eye. Yeah, that's too cool. That is too cool. Okay, all right. Who else do you got? I have. Well, I actually want to add in a not devil-related thing, but <laughs> kind of related okay. that I came across. Oh, everybody knows Prince, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Prince. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. In uh, his passing away, one of his close friends and producer for like a lot of his stuff, mm-hmm. uh, out of nowhere, nobody was asking him this question. They were just asking him stuff about Prince and his passing. It had been recently when he passed, you know, how they get all the people like, oh, like, what did you know? Like, how was oh, he? Yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of nowhere, no one's asking him nothing <laughs> like this. He says, well, I did have one weird incident with him. And the reporter goes, well, was it? He's like, well, you know, we don't like to talk like that. And we don't we don't reference stuff like that. And um, he had this song called Let's Go Crazy. Everybody knows it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he says, well, you know what that means, right, Reed? And he's like, uh, no. He's all, when I say, don't let the elevator bring you down, I'm talking about the devil. He's the elevator. Ooh. And Reed was like, oh, come on, man. I don't want to get into that type of stuff. And he's like, well, I'm just, you know, letting you know. <laughs> Getting the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, <clears throat> which he put a stop to it, and the, the conversation changed. Or Elliot Reed turns and says, so it was to my shock when I found out that he had died in an elevator. What the hell? Yeah, he was found dead in an elevator. Oh, no. On a Holy Thursday. Shit. Yeah. Wow. So he thought that that was like the eerie shit because it was such, <laughs> a, yeah. it was such a thing yeah. that he was telling them 
the devil is the elevator wow. and don't let it bring you down <laughs> and essentially the elevator was coming down at his place where he died in the elevator as, like yeah at the moment coming that he down died. yeah wow that is too cool so, that is too cool uh, yeah that's a really weird coincidence that someone would just blurt out on e like just without <laughs> even being asked that um so oh, um this one's gonna be kind of I wouldn't say boring, but I just found it very interesting. Okay. Okay. Because um, it jumps into kind of like a renaissance type of era where, you know, okay. concertos and sonatas were being written. Ooh, is this the Paganini one? Yeah. Yes, Paganini, this is man. a really good one. No, no, Which this is, isn't boring at all. Yeah, man, so this is a good one. Honorable mention before I go into Paganini, there was another dude who... Equally weird name, Tartini. <laughs> who uh did he make a deal with the devil to make like a lasagna or no, something? No, but the names sound delicious, don't they? Um No no he Were was they just... like mortal enemies. No, no, the, oh. it, this was like uh, they're two different like uh times. Oh, it's just okay. like the Eni was a big thing back then, kinda like you know, Dylan's and whatnot when if they surface up. Eni in your name, that means you're just automatically gonna be like good at it. Yeah, so uh he was he was a music player. He liked playing the violin. By all means, he was never an amazing violinist. Yeah. He was like just a good. So his account of it is he was sleeping in his bed, minding his own business, you know, thinking of <laughs> all the enies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to his shock, he was visited by the devil. Oh, he didn't even conjure him. No. So the devil appeared to him and started playing for him the violin. Oh, shit. And he said it was the most amazing sound he had ever heard mm -hmm. it went on and on and on until the dream finally ended and when he awoke he woke up in a hurry and quickness to try and get this down yeah yeah henceforth bringing to life the Drebbel's trill sonata okay which uh when he debuted it people were blown away they quickly began to say that when he would play it, he would start to enchant people. Yes, and yes, uh, yes. it was rumored that he had a sixth finger. Oh, that shit. was the that was the <laughs> only possible way he could play this with a sixth yeah, he finger. Was probably popular with the ladies too. Oh, founder of uh Rumpology anybody? <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, so he, he really, you know, and if you haven't listened to it, I recommend you going and taking a listen to it. It is very amazing. Is that um, what we listened to last yes. night? Oh, okay. It's amazing. Uh, you can tell where people were like, holy shit. Like, you know, like, right, you know, right. like something's already here. Uh, and, you know, uh, he, he did meet a weird demise, <laughs> you know. It, it, what happened to him? I, you know what? I can't remember at the time, but I know it was weird because I was oh, like okay. so on this Pagini dude that I was just like, yeah, man, like, you're fucking hella weird. <laughs> so six hella fingers. weird. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, even, it, it took away from because originally it was going to be him, but then I kind of like the name switched and I was like, wait yeah. a minute, this isn't the same guy. This isn't the right Eni. Yeah. And I was like, this Eni's far superior. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now going to Mr. Pagini over here. Uh, he started off at five. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. he was like the prodigy thing and he mm -hmm. had the equivalent mm -hmm. of whatever the dance moms whatever are that's that's what yeah that's what his mom was oh okay. so it is even said that he didn't even make the initial deal with the devil it was the mother oh shit that made the deal for you him you do that i guess so that sucks. man i got four that i can do yeah <laughs> <laughs> you got that you got so is the spare buddy 
<laughs> so um <laughs> he started off at five and quickly blew up um you know becoming a, a very well known it was only up until he became 12 that he really grew into it and when i mean grew into it he started getting all kinds of weirdness because people when they would look at him he was tall pale and lanky his hmm. hair was like you know long shabbily yeah, I mean it's a goth girl's dream. It, it, when when I see the pictures, he I'm looks like. like oh, uh, okay. I gave me a meanie. Uh huh. Oh my god. Um, what's his name? Commissioner Gordon. Uh, the actor. Which one? Oh, um, the one that played Sirius Black. Oh gosh, I can't remember his name. He also did Sid Vicious. Oh, uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah. So go. Gary Oldman plays Dracula, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of it, course. The, the illustrations of him he looks just like fucking dracula from you know, gary Oldman. and i was like i can see why these chicks were like going crazy for him um <laughs> he had like the world's longest nails at the time that boy Ooh, had shit. like yeah Ooh. that boy had like the the creepy nails <laughs> and the uh, marbach nails yeah and he, his skin was said to have like a almost an elastic uh Ooh. yeah expansion to it a little bit a lot of critics explain Not he might like have the like the sideshow guy who yeah, like stretches nipples. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like that. So they believed he had two or three medical conditions. That's why he looked like oh, that. Oh, okay. Okay. Now I feel bad for saying what <laughs> well, the no. hell. <laughs> oh, no. He leaned into this rock star status. Oh. Yeah, he was like yeah. drinking, doing drugs, uh, fucking, you know, As playing out. Yeah. all do. And on numerous accounts, it was said that he would have a doppelganger. Come out, yeah, come out of his body and walk around the opera and watch the audience's reactions to him playing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at one point, one of the people in attendance said that they saw a bolt of lightning come from the sky and strike the violin as he played it. Oh, Ooh, very cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of the women said that when he would peer into their eyes, they could feel themselves being like succumb to his like music huh. aka it's flooding down here guys <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so i have a question do you think he would have beat johnny johnny depp what no, no from Who the devil went down about? to georgia yeah oh so i i, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was thinking still about God tall guys? lanky yeah, yeah. <laughs> like johnny depp this, this is all, johnny depp Mr. Nini, sir, it is flooding down here right now as well. It has transcended time. That's all I keep thinking. He still has that power in the future. It's 2021, guys. A a lot of people really did did believe it because uh, of his appearance, his physical appearance. um, And this this guy had no sheet music. Ooh, all straight from mine. Wow. He didn't didn't do any sheet music. Um, he was the little Wayne of uh, <laughs> of violinists. I just want a classical like music person to hear you say that, so they can be disgusted with you. No, they're gonna like turn their head and like, holy shit! That is like the perfect analogy. Yeah, they're like, damn, this is great. how this is how I'll get the kids <laughs> to listen to this. Um, so <laughs> the little Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> Young money, baby. Oh my god, that's, that's awesome. the classic. What is it? Uh, Cash money. Young no, money? no. What was that one fucking song that you had shown me once? And I was like, this can't be real. It was like 
pussy money weed or something. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he was playing out there. He was he was making these women go crazy. Um, so he he led a pretty long successful life, starting off at five and winding down at fifty four. Which at the time that's quite an accomplishment if you think about it, okay. given the medical science and whatnot. So you know. <laughs> The devil really took his time on this one. I guess he's like, man, you're doing the devil's work out here. He's all... <laughs> just running them rivers. Yeah, he's all like, I predict 2021 some podcaster will be... <laughs> they would have made a great reference to yeah. a song and then an artist. And somebody and then... else that sold their soul to me. <laughs> and then there's going to be that lone podcaster yeah. in the back just getting aroused. <laughs> So he died at 54 and uh, adding, of course, to his mythos on his deathbed, um, they knew he basically, you know, this was it, you know. So what they did yeah. back then is they would bring a priest to give you the last rites. Okay, right, right. As soon as the priest walks in the door, this dude starts flipping out. Oh, okay. shit. Sounds okay. Bad, right? yeah. yeah, he is like, nope, get him the hell out of here. I'm, you know, I'm not dying. Everything's going to be okay. Just get him out of here. I don't want him in here. So yeah. towards where they tell the priest, hey, you know what? You know, just give him some time. We'll call you back in a little bit. As soon as the priest lives, leaves, poof, done, gone. <laughs> That's Jesus it. Jesus Christ! And the water faucets have been turned off. I'm sorry yeah. for laughing, but he's all like, "Okay, we're good." <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Man," and gotcha. Everybody was like, "What the? F-? Yep, deal with the devil right this whole time." <laughs> That's the only reason why my wife would do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> for this eeny <laughs> uh, yeah but uh that that's pretty much a, a panini wise uh <laughs> yeah um my last dude is uh jack parsons i don't know if you guys are familiar with him oh yeah i read the name but didn't read into it on purpose because i knew you were covering oh, okay. yeah, so it has some secrets Uh-oh. yeah so uh you know the prominent inventor of the jet fuel the yep. to, yeah. that essentially propelled us as one of the superpowers. Really? Yeah, you know, it gave us jet fuel, man. Like just then, what did Werner von Braun do? Who's that? I he was uh, a part of the the project uh, paperclip. He was one of the scientists that was brought over from uh, Nazi Germany to assist us was in. It- like we we essentially went to space because of a, a Nazi. Well, did yeah, you know he's, that? He's I the didn't. dude that designed the the rocket. Is it the rocket? Okay, yeah. I'm getting yeah, I'm getting my yeah, history but, a little bit mixed. He had like the up. the fuel and the the engine. Okay, okay. You know, which I'm pretty sure he used some of the whatever was researched by this dude. Oh yeah. So another. I mean, this is completely aside from the fact. But did you know that the decompression that actually saves some of or saves all of our uh, astronauts going into space? was actually a Nazi experiment that was used to actually kill uh, concentration camp. Uh, Pretty much anything yeah. in the free world at one point or another was yeah, a Nazi. I, I can, yeah, I can't remember what his name was, but uh, his experiments on decompression uh, of the body, because he was experimenting on these... these uh, what would you call them prisoners uh, prisoners Basically, yeah. and yeah so when he became a part of project uh paperclip and brought over here he just reversed the science and said okay well i know this kills humans so i'm gonna do this to, to not kill, kill humans them, yeah. yeah so yeah it's 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 crazy uh a lot of the advancements that we got out of uh world war ii for better or worse but yeah. anyway sorry for going off no, i just no, no. i love very history nice, yeah it's a very nice tidbit uh jack parsons 
that that's his spiel. He that's what he did. But let's start off uh, with him as a, a youngin. So at age thirteen, that was his first attempt to make a deal with the devil. God damn! For a rocket ship. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yes, he was obsessed with anything and everything aeronautics, mm-hmm. and he wanted to go to outer space. Mm-hmm. That was his thing. I'm going to take us to space. That was his whole purpose in life. He was uh, very smart, but his grades would always kind of go downhill because he was so concentrated. This dude was putting holes in the backyard, uh, blowing stuff up <laughs> to try to get these 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 little model rockets to go higher. <laughs> So that's that's kind of a little tidbit of him, uh, how obsessed he was about this. Let's uh, fast forward a little bit, going into it, you know, uh, dropped out, you know, went into explosive companies. Uh, yeah, he, uh, wow, <laughs> to okay. learn a little bit more about it. And what he learned it goes to show you how different the school system was or has changed. What he learned in chemistry in school for the time that he was there was enough to get him to get a job at these companies believe that Hmm. so the chemistry you learned middle school almost all the way to high school was able to get you hired at a chemicals company yeah they were like oh you you only went this far but you have oh okay come on in buddy all right yeah look Um, at this fucking rocket scientist Uh, and that's what he would use to to further his um you know his his knowledge of it uh hercules gunpowder company i think this is where he got hired okay okay so he again he's still on this mission and where it takes a turn for mr parson is he meets a certain individual named alistair crowley oh yeah i was wondering when he was gonna pop so (laughs) alistair crowley is amazed by his mind he is like wow you are fucking smartest motherfucker ever met aside from me of course you know (laughs) and he goes hey oh you know they start talking about their ambitions and this guy's like i want to rock it to the fucking moon and crowley's like i can help you get to the moon and this guy's like how he's all sex magic he's all what yeah he's the king power bot the power bottom so he explains to him that when people orgasm and they have sex there's a small portal of time that you're able to cast a spell with sex magic that makes it yeah 20 30 times stronger than any yep, other magic yep. you'd ever know hey, he he drove a man insane with his ass so you give that man respect yeah uh so i'm so confused crowley says hey <laughs> join our orgies and when uh-huh. you know cast the spell blah blah you know it'll happen so he he joins this cult or this religion, we should say. <laughs> and throughout the whole time, he's doing sex magic with his wife, then yeah. divorced, and then just keeps going at it. He he never stops. He he actually finds a spell that he wants to do called uh, the Babylonian spell. Yes, I am very familiar with this one. forth the moon child as he, yes. As yes. he puts it forth. So at the ground, at this time, he's still working on, on the jet fuel. He's still mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. helping the U.S. do all the good old star-spangled <laughs> stuff. But at once the night comes, they put on their hoods and they start <laughs> banging each other away, casting spells. Into oblivion. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Fun note also in the boarding school that they had to send him because he was so focused on this. Okay. He blew up a toilet (laughs) (laughs) with the chemicals he was mixing because, you know, he was like, you know, I'm going to fucking experiment where I can. (laughs) So which got him kicked out of the boarding school, of course. 
So determined, um, though. Yeah, he, 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 he really was. Um, and after the ritual for the Babylonian, of course, nothing happened. But soon after that, he was kind of grandfathered into the experiments that were going on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for certain projects, top secret for the U.S., yeah, uh, yeah. where he went to the coincidentally named Devil's Dam for Jado. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of these uh, experiments happened. Before I go any further, so throughout this whole sex magic thing that's going on, they're rubbing elbows with everybody around the U.S. Basically, you know, everybody wants to get in on this sex magic. A lot of people that you might know were in on this. A certain individual called L. L. Ron Hubbard <laughs> oh. um, was was in on this, and they liked him because he wrote amazing science fiction. Correct. And Correct. Crowley liked them too as well because they were like, "Hey man, you you write some really cool shit. Like, yeah, can you help yeah. us? You know, kind of like do a couple <laughs> of our like manuals. You know, like oh yeah, you know the rumpology essentially." <laughs> <laughs> no, Crowley, Crowley just like uh, like uh, he was a good networker. LRH. Yeah, they they uh, yeah that was exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, that or that was a better way of terming it. Yeah, they were perfect networkers. I mean, they had their fingers in everything. 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 The, the only thing that was his downfall was the heroin. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Wow. What? Okay. I didn't know that <laughs> they were on heroin, too. Well, no, not every, but he yeah. was. Uh, oh, okay. He yeah. got to the point where the the sex magic was just not doing it for him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, he was trying to resurrect, at the point, the Leviathan. Yeah. yeah and he yeah. felt that heroin was what was going to help him but that's neither <laughs> here nor there we're talking about my boy jack parson so okay. <laughs> essentially he does he does the fuel he does all these things and yeah. he banks it big he buys the parse the parsonage mansion or whatever he decides he, he names something <laughs> crazy like that it's this big old uh house of crowley's fucking pleased with him because he's breaking in money yeah. he's bringing in influence everywhere he's boom he's booming he, he's got the world in his hand essentially yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know some people could say it could be the, the the payback of what you have to kind of give back when you do these kinds of deals because just as swiftly as uh he got all that he lost everything as soon as good old us of a and nasa found <laughs> out he was in this religion cult whatever you want to call it yeah yeah and he was blacklisted oh, he shit. was not allowed into any aeronautic field at all which was essentially his life imagine you yeah. dedicate yourself to your craft rumpology rumpology yes <laughs> which i would be the jack parsons of um <laughs> you hit it big and then they reap the benefits of your sex magic and you still use Wait. it <laughs> and then they just like cast you out so um it, it has a I don't know if anybody's seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. It yeah. has those vibes because he goes and the only way he's able to get money is by becoming a explosives guy on sets for <laughs> movies. <Wow>. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're like, ah, oh, you know how to blow shit up? Cool. Hell yeah. This guy that's making rocket fuel <laughs> and all kinds of combustible things. That's what he's been referred to. Like, I want yeah. a little explosion over there and I want some smoke over there and I want a big boomer over here. Like Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, so he's just like, okay, whatever. You know, I need money, blah, blah. The way he met his 
demise was oh. that he blew himself up. Figured that was going to happen. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I think it's full of shit because this guy's dealing with chemicals all the time. Like, this is his yeah, thing. So yeah. it's been speculated that, you know, the U.S. was really on him because he had sent a few resumes to Israeli uh, <laughs> aeronautic places. Kind of putting a target on his back. Yeah. So, you know, and this is like pre cold war but we're getting there and you know the government's kind of got that whole communist watchdog thing and he was really putting up a lot of red flags for everybody yeah yeah and you know this is one of the the forefathers of nasa essentially yeah so a lot of people speculate that the u.s was like <laughs> they asked oh <laughs> i am uh doing a gesture with the, <laughs> the neck the like, knife to the neck. just yeah. cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, they, they messed with his chemicals and essentially, because I remember, they say that they remember the guy on set going, well, don't blow us up. <laughs> Which is a terrible <laughs> thing to say. Yeah. Because um, that's essentially what happened. But he, he didn't die. Oh, no. No, he blew half his face off <gasps> and a good chunk oh, of it. Yeah. So he lived. For a while, <laughs> you know, which is that's another thing because they they also said, oh, it was probably like a suicide thing where he was like tired of being this explosive Slacky, roadie, yeah, yeah this yeah. explosive roadie. But I was like, if I knew these kinds of things, you know, like chemically wise, I wouldn't like use a cherry bomb on my face, yeah, you know, I would have like taken off half of like Los Angeles or something, <laughs> <laughs> like a crater. So, you know, there was something really a foul. In his death, which unfortunately no one will ever know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and NASA really never talks about him. They actually named a crater in the moon after him, but it's on the dark side of the moon, <laughs> so never get to see it. Yeah, um, you know that's that's pretty much all well, I got for Mister Parsons. All right, all right. Well, I see that you have Bob Dylan. Were you going to oh, go into Bob Dylan? Are you doing Bob? I, I no, have like I'm a, not doing Bob so, Dylan. It's just a tidbit. Yeah, right? it's just a tidbit. So okay. it's All right. a lot of people, you know, speculated that Dylan had sold his soul to the devil at some point in his career. Because uh -huh. I mean, his uh -huh. music's fucking terrible. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, wow, this is, made, this is the stance of let's chat paranormal. Yeah, it's, it's my views alone. Um, don't come after my business, Rompology, please. <laughs> All you uh, Dylan fans, I'll, I'll play Dylan. I'll play Dylan in the background while yeah, you do your reading. I will not. You this will is get, the prestige, yeah, like you, you setting will, yourself apart. You'll get Bob Dylan with him. You'll get Prince with me. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so and he, you'll, you'll also get a knuckle sandwich with me if oh, you yeah? go to Jesse. They're like, ah, I like, I like my butt punch. All right, <laughs> so, family operated business. <laughs> oh Anyways, my god sorry. that was oh, me being Lord. threatening <laughs> did not work did not fire. work yeah <laughs> um speed bag on the nalgas <laughs> and she doesn't punch hard so i can see that how it would be a, a really like oh they're just doing a deep tissue <laughs> yeah <today."> that gen <laughs> magic hands yeah. gen <laughs> I, I go for the readings but i stay for the massage <laughs> Okay, back to Dylan. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, you know he does his song "Crosswords," where "Crossroads," where he says, you know, he knelt down on the crossroads yeah, and pled yeah. for his soul. Da -da 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 -da. At one point in the inter in one interview, I think for like Rolling Stones, I might have been or Spin. I don't I don't really remember who it was. Right. Uh, you know, 
correct me guys if y'all know how much about Mr. Dylan. Um they ask him, hey, you know, what about this thing? And he's like, did you ever make a deal with the devil? And he goes, yeah, of course I did. That's why I got, you know, everything that I got. Yeah, yeah. And the interviewer's kind of laughing, like, oh, he's like, you know, he's playing around with me. And he goes, well, who'd you sell your soul to? Exact words. The guy says, oh, I sold it to the commander-in-chief. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, the commander-in-chief of not this world. Yeah. Uh, or one that you can't see. see yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, that's pretty much his admission to it doing the waggling eyebrows like yeah. you know what i'm talking yeah. about because i'm pointing the down looking out of the, the and i'm not pointing eye. to my crotch <laughs> you get my drink. this this is why we have to do youtube yeah. though because yeah. when our facial and hand gestures he's are, are you soliciting me for oral sex he's like no <laughs> pointing to the ground <laughs> Oh man! Oh God! She's retrieving another white claw. It's gonna be a good reading. We got fun time, Jen coming. Yeah, (laughs) white claw, Jen. I just thought. So, I know while she's getting a drink. Did you know L. Ron Hubbard stole this guy's wife? Yes. Yeah. I mean, fucking L. Ron Hubbard had a boat full of fucking. He. So Parsons was like, "I need to make money." Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, "What do you think, Hubbard?" And he's like, "I'm starting a boats and hoes." Yeah, he made him buy a fucking yacht. Yeah, he no, made him buy a yacht. He, he, he loaned him all that money and yeah, expecting yeah. a return. And when he saw Hubbard <laughs> raking in the boats and holes, he's like, "Hey, where's my where's my chunk of cheese?" And he's like, "Sorry, wrong number. Who this?" <laughs> he ghosted his yeah. ass. Aww. So where he had to essentially take his ass to court. Yep. He's like, "You took my money and you took my woman." <laughs> Hey, L. Ron Hubbard was about it, man. He and was then about he was it. Like, he took everything Crowley and him had and he created Scientology. Yep. yep. What a motherfucker. <laughs> Raking it all in. All right. So I guess I'm up next. And I want to ask Have you already been making deals with the devil? I haven't yet, but. Oh, are you sure? I think so okay so look, look at look at where i am right now and look at what i'm doing i'm trying to rub people's asses for money no deal has been struck sir i would be running bitcoin or something or oh, i would Lord. be or i would be that walmart yodeling kid okay so i only asked that question because there are many companies that are actually speculated to be aligned with the devil or the the, the satanic church and this is all speculation this (laughs) is all speculation allegedly allegedly yes this is all uh speculation but some of it could be kind of a don't tell me alamo candy company (laughs) (laughs) their candy is devilishly good plug (laughs) so people have gone to attack uh the apple company okay and it's possible depictions of uh satanic support oh. by making the claim that the apple with a bite taken from it is actually a nod to the to eve's original sin yeah, possibly heralding its uh, devices as being ultimately the tree of knowledge oh. from which she had actually, you know, ate from okay. and the devil had tricked her into eating from. Uh, Theory has even further gone into the thought about the entire claim saying that the device further extends the reach of man and women and thus making it or making us omnipresent, bringing us closer to being like gods. Uh, you know what? I, I can see that because yeah. people that usually buy an iPhone feel like they've been 
robbed naked, essentially. So <laughs> you feel the clothes being stripped off of you, or you you feel like you're. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. we don't have iPhones. Yeah, I'm not an iPhone supporter because I am not a devil worshiper. <laughs> But if you sponsor us, <laughs> yeah, Apple, we, will, we will support. I will make a review. <laughs> so uh, I also have Procter and Gamble, which, which is kind of the cliche one that everybody's heard of. I have never. Really? really? So yeah. Awesome. So the rumor had actually began in the mid 1980s that Procter and Gamble were in league with the Church of Satan, oh. depicting images of the satanic messages in their logo. Uh, the claims had began, and it was because. Like I said, of their logo, it was a face on the moon observing 13 stars, along with the claims that the president of the company making an appearance on the Phil Donahue show and proclaiming allegiance and support to the Church of Satan. Okay. Right. But so the funny thing is, is there is absolutely no evidence of this happening. Okay. Right. But a lot of ha ha uh, many have refuted this by saying that maybe this was the far reaching hands of a very powerful company scrubbing the records and kind of erasing this <laughs> this incident and then having the tapes but the audience they're like oh yeah i was there well i mean even then i mean could you imagine i mean this is a fucking multi-billion dollar company yeah, i could imagine like them approaching like a poor little fucking what are they the the interns and be like hey bro give you a million dollars if you lose this yeah absolutely or even or even just uh, going to everybody. The, because the so, intern was like, fuck, I already lost it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, baby Jesus. That's awesome. Yeah, like, oh, my God. But even at that, I mean, uh, I, I don't know what some of the, like, the, the, the uh, uh, what, are, what do you call it? Like, uh, uh, oh, my God, I am at a loss for words. But, like, the, the requirements to go into, like, uh, to be a studio audience uh, uh -huh. participant. Who knows? Maybe there's an uh, NDA, right? Like uh, a non-disclosure type uh, thing. I don't think at so, the time it was because uh, we're talking the you're talking about 80s, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was at the time where they're like, call in and like see if you want to yeah. be part. Like they just wanted a full. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. But even at that, I mean, this is like a multi-billion dollar company. And everybody walking out just kind of like, hey, guy, you know, like doing the handshake and slipping like a couple hundred into their hand. Like, you know, let's pretend like this never happened. Let's pretend like this never happened or, yeah. you know. So uh, that is, it sounds plausible to me. Oh yeah. So uh, I mean, and they and every time they had to defend themselves against hecklers saying that they, you know, that they were that they were, they always first attacked their their image and then took them to court and just kind of blew them out of their waters with their legal teams. Yeah. So Procter and Gamble, yeah, Dang. yeah. But I'm gonna go to. The Glutton House of Sin. Waffle. I wanna, no, no, not that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's Damn. terrible is you told me what it was earlier and I already forgot. But yeah. you said house. So <laughs> I was all... She's all Waffle House. The most wholesome place of all and you attacked it? I'm sorry. I wasn't attacked. I've never been to a Waffle House and I really want to go. Uh, no bueno. No, <laughs> no, oh. it's, it's okay. It, uh, not food or ambiance. I'm just saying. Usually, waffle houses are the refugees for, or where the all the refugees of 
horrible nights go to. Oh, the clubs? <laughs> yeah. You know, nothing. It's a Denny's. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, for San Antonio. Nothing savory happens at a Waffle House. Oh. You know, you'd have to go maybe midday to not get stabbed. Or, <laughs> you know, get into it with, you know. I want to, I still would like to go one day. Yeah. You know. Give me them waffles. So. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's get. I, I, I tried writing this pretty out pretty good, right? Yeah, sorry, so, went all donkey on you. <laughs> sorry, started talking about waffles. So, I know this is uh, this one is a bit of a stretch. Okay, but people have also claimed that the gluttonous chapel known as McDonald's is also in league with Satan. Oh, those golden arches, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, so it, it does sound kind of lazy. About McDonald's or McDonald's from coming to America? <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> My sister looks lost. I don't. I don't remember coming to. Well, they, oh my lord! Well, they have the golden arches. He has the golden <laughs> arcs. <laughs> Nothing. It seems like it's <laughs> dead eyes. Shark week over yeah, here. No, like a doll's eyes. Anyways, continue. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I gotta admit, right? Like a lot of these claims do seem kind of lazy, with uh, the claims to McDonald's being, you know, aligned with satan and stuff okay. but maybe that is their that is their game make satan sir Ooh, i love it i'm mick loving it <laughs> say it properly oh my god the white claws are hitting yeah. strong she's on mikhail <laughs> wow okay i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> so uh like i said maybe this was done intentionally like okay. hiding in plain view right mm -hmm. so one of the first claims is uh actually attacking their logo right so let's take the golden arches and mcdonald's under it and let's take it and turn it clockwise once okay. and what does that form now an e a pair of boobs oh <laughs> the le the number 13 oh, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. You're counting the 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 little illuminated thing exactly. as a one. The, okay, the, yeah. I so, thought you were trying to. I thought you were trying to show us like devil's titties or something. Clearly, I'm the kid that was always yelling out the wrong answer. Reminds me of that stuff. thing. What Pokemon is that? <laughs> it was always Psyduck. Oh my god! So yes, it it it, it uh, shows the letter thirteen. Wow! <laughs> I, I just thought they were devil titties. I'm sorry. Um, but on a side we're note, all you uh, mothers out there that have kids, whenever your kids now say, "Hey, let's go to McDonald's," say, "We're not going to that devil's house." Yeah, exactly. True. Exactly. Go all uh, okay. Mama Boucher on them. <laughs> so now that we have the thirteen out of the way. Let's take that same image, right? The okay. golden arches and McDonald's under it. And let's turn it once counterclockwise. And I'm, I'm don't fucking say it's a three. I'm still seeing titties. Right here. <laughs> or a rump. Ooh, Ooh a rump. <laughs> That's going to be your logo, the golden arches. Yeah. It makes me want to get my butt rubbed, but I'm hungry as well. You heard it too? Yeah, I, I heard think something. It's his door is open. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? It sounds like a wailing La Llorona or something. But, uh, okay, so we just turned the logo counterclockwise once. Now it shows the letter B, which stands for Beelzebub, 
or Baphomet. <laughs> okay. That's, Ooh. That's, yeah, that's, that's a range. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different one. <laughs> so now people have uh, gone even further to accuse the fast food chain on their choice of colors what? of red and yellow. Claiming they are closely associated with that of the fires of hell. Nothing? No, I'm on that. Those are Iron Man <laughs> colors, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna go check. Like I said, Beelzebub. Yeah. Baphomet, and then the colors of the the color scheme for McDonald's, yeah. red and yellow. Beelzebub, the, yeah, but of course, Bobby Brown, <laughs> all kinds of evil. <laughs> Gotcha. Of course, no chapel or temple could be without its idol. Ronald McDonald himself <laughs> can be seen as a subtle representation of Satan himself. Okay. With his fiery red hair and red and white uh, face paint and reminiscent that, of a heathen ritual. And that devilish style, that voice. <laughs> dripping. I was going to say, they call it the drip now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh crap yeah. it's gone out of date now <laughs> if we're now both referencing the drip then yes so uh was he designed by the illuminati to slowly indoctrinate our youth to accept the dark lord it's uh, reaches don't just stop there mcdonald's has now partnered with the u.s department of agriculture to begin to accept food stamps Oh. Thus furthering the evilest yeah <laughs> and bolstering the foot traffic and thus congregates to the nefarious chapel of the devilish worship hmm. what do you think um that is weird <laughs> i say that uh that's a big stretch no i don't know man, a big stretch. the <laughs> biggest like thing for belongs me on tiktok <laughs> is uh the most devilish thing ever is the fucking ice cream machine. <laughs> they reel you in. That's how we know they didn't make a deal with the devil. And they're like, oh, is that what you really wanted? Is this why you came here for the ice cream machine? You're in line now. You're gridlocked in here. Oh, yeah. We have 10 different screens with our menu on it. It's not working. <laughs> we know you know it's not working. I'll take a, Mc I'll take a McRib. Like. God took a rib from Adam. Oh, oh my God. The, yeah. most, the most delicious of all. <laughs> Goodbye. We're just oh adding to it. Yeah, yeah, conspiracy guy's like, I need Jesse on here. <laughs> <laughs> this boy's got gold. <laughs> okay, so that's all I have on my three companies that we possibly may be supporting the Church of Satan. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, okay, so I have my one short story and then we have the one that Eric actually wrote out the notes for me to read. Okay, yeah, so it's good. It's good. Awesome. If we have any uh, I don't know what we're running on, but if we have time we'll I'll dive into Betty Davis. Oh yeah. Okay. Little, yeah, yeah. Not not so much devilish, but <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so okay, so the the story of Antoine Rose is interesting because, though her story is muddled and has many adaptations, the one consistent thing that happens in each variation is the depiction of Miss Rose riding a broomstick, the first known time it was ever depicted in history. Yeah. So to this day, you can find many depictions of witches riding the broomsticks, no longer a taboo subject, and now just so a part of pop should, culture. How did she ride that broomstick? Is you're, there any kind of... You're going to learn. Oh. Ooh. 
So wow, oh, yeah. <laughs> sexy as fuck. Here are today. two different variations of Miss Rose's story. In 1477, Antoinette Rose was a single mother living in extreme poverty. One night, a witch tried to kidnap her son Michael. Trying to protect him, Miss Rose stabbed the witch in the arm to stop her. Out of desperation, witnesses claimed to have seen Miss Rose ask for help out for her situation. She would then uh, slather a broomstick in ointment, mount the broomstick, and say, Go! In the devil's name, go! The ointment slathered on the broomstick would later be described as a psychedelic herbal drug that was absorbed through the skin. One fifteen, yeah. No knickers down there. <laughs> Commando riding, <laughs> rough rider. One fifteenth-century writer described the use of the drug in this way: "The vulgar believe, and the witches confess that on a certain days of nights." They anoint a staff and write on it to the appointed place or anoint themselves under the arms and in other hairy places. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Very uh, Cinemax Showtime after hours type and talk. so all those porn stars hey, are pretty safe. You kiss your mother with them? <laughs> <laughs> and she would actually later be tortured until she confessed to be working with the devil. So that's the first version of it. The second version of the story again puts Miss Rose in extreme poverty and in desperate need of money. <clears throat> Telling her neighbors of her problem, one of them basically says, I know a guy, and introduces her to a group of people that persuade her to ask the devil for help. Miss Rose meets the devil in the form of a man named Robinet. Robinet promises her all the money that she will need as long as she will renounce God, pay homage to him and give him a certain percentage of her earnings per year. She agrees and is given a bag of gold and silver, a stick and a jar filled with ointment, which he tells her, rub this ointment on the stick and say, go in the devil's name, go, and she will return to the place she met him. In order to pay homage to the devil, Miss Rose would dance and feast, step on consecrated house, or, oh my gosh, consecrated somethings, and kiss the devil's hindquarters <laughs> when he would turn Whoa. into a black dog. Yes, it was called the devil's kiss. <laughs> so, or as we call it today, eating booty. <laughs> no. So, anyways, that just made that made me think like she was like kissing a bunch of like random dog booty. But then I looked it up, <laughs> and hindquarters is really just like the back part of the dogs. So she may have just mm, been nah, kissing the. She was eating booty. The yeah, black part yeah. of doggy. Or the back part of doggies. She was being short sold though. I mean, you pay for that. And just to say, back then, dogs was also vernacular for your homeboys. What? <laughs> so Urban Dictionary case. says. Yeah. <laughs> um, Miss Rose would eventually be known as the Witch of, of Savoy. Again, in this story, she is captured and tortured into confessing that she was a witch. I'm telling you, see... OnlyFans girls have it easy today. Back then, they would have had to go through all this <laughs> ointment and booty eating. <laughs> so, this next one is the one Eric wrote out. So, this is the story of Doctor Faustus. Yes, and if if people aren't uh, if people don't know, so these packs with the devil are also referred to as Faustus well, Faustinian uh, deal. Faustinian mm. deal, yes, sir. And this is probably like the origin story of all of these. Yeah, it is. Um, 
mother or father, uh, parent. I don't know how would, how would you phrase that. Yeah, I don't know. origin story. Just yeah. is it? Is it's the origin. The origin. Story. Yeah, right. it's like the template, right? Like yeah, you know, okay. yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. It is the template. And uh, Jenny, hmm. give me, give me spooky. Give me. Yeah. Let's let's okay. Zach Bates. <coughs> oh, God. No. oh God. God. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Goatman. Here we are at another haunted place. Jacked up goat, bro. <laughs> Fight me. Oh, my girlfriend's hotter than you, goat, bro. God, we hate this man so much. I love him. <laughs> Is it really haunted? What are we doing here? I forgot. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay, let's right. get started. Yes, give me spooky. Give me shafts and rides them at night. Put put that uh, that award to use right now. What award? Huh? You lied to me. What? Your scholastic award. <laughs> She's all. <laughs> I took it off reader? of my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, all right. Doctor Johann Faustus was a man of learning from the ancient university town of Wittenberg, Germany, in the mid sixteen hundred. A prodigy, Faustus earned entry into the university at a young age and achieved a doctorate in divinity and was given a prestigious teaching position. Little did the masters of the university know that behind Faustus's keen young mind, there thirsted a knowledge far beyond that of what he was taught in churches or schools. Faustus's behavior soon began to worry the headmaster at the university. He was seen in unsavory parts of town coercing prostitutes, getting drunk with the students, and causing disturbances. My type of guy. For sure. They cautioned him, but he paid them little mind. For he was popular with the students, and seemingly had a passion for teaching. After some years, Faustus grew bored with his position at the university, and bored of his vices, began researching other avenues of enjoyment. Much to the relief of the university, he gave up his position and fell further into vice. Also, age had crept up on the doctor, and he sought to remedy that as well. He pored over grimoires and other forbidden books of magic. Books of dark learnings from the Middle East locked away in the basement of the universities found their way into his shaky, liver-spotted hands. Though his body was failing him, his mind was still sharp, and he knew what he wanted. Youth, money, power, women. And thanks to his insatiable lust for knowledge and vast intellect, he found his answer. Strange that we're reading this and she's freaking out. (laughs) That's scary. (laughs) Dare I say, you got spooked and pooped. (laughs) For sure. Lola, ma'am. Oh, why is she freaking out? This then became his all-consuming passion. At midnight, the scholar left his chambers and wandered the dark streets of Wittenberg, making his way to the outskirts of town, to a secluded crossroads, that ever-changing in-between place that according to the books he researched, certain dark deals may be made. The doctor made his preparations, carefully making the magic circle from which he'd summoned the demon, Mistopheles with whom Faustus wanted to make his bargain. Symbols, words of power, 
and lost languages made the outer part of the barrier, which he hoped ensured his safety. This was the most important part, the magic circle. If he did everything the Book of Magic described, he would be safe. If anything was amiss, if the circle were broken, if the symbol was wrong, the demon might tear him apart. Finally, preparations were complete. Dr. Faustus began his summoning chanting in Latin, alternating back to Greek, then Hebrew, culminating in the name of the demon he wanted to deal with, Mephistopheles, demanding that he appear in the fair form and do him no harm. First, only deafening silence greeted him. He chanted again, demanding that he appear in fair form and do him no harm. First, only deafening in silence greeted him. He chanted again, commanding him to appear. Before he seemed to hold his breath, a ball of fire roared out from the woods and danced around the edges of the magic circle. The ball of fire grew to the size of a man, and then a voice echoed out from the clearing. Will you step out of your circle, Faustus? The wizard refused and negotiations began. Dressed and bejeweled as a sultan, Mephistopheles calmly stepped out of the ball of fire and regarded the old man. What is your wish? Faustus told him, and back and forth the demon and wizard went. Faustus wanted youth and wealth and wizardly powers, but he refused to surrender his soul. Mephistopheles assured him that he could give him all that and more, but he could not unless he bargained away his soul. His masters would simply not allow it, those were the demon's terms, and eventually Faustus accepted. His bargain would be made for twenty-four years, and Miss Mephistopheles would provide him with all that he wished. The pact was signed, and Faustus's own blood, and ended in a stream of blasphemies. Now my fun begins, Faustus said. The demon only smiled, a secret <clears throat> smile. First he regained his youth. He dove headfirst into wine and women, amusing himself at the expense of others. Slights, both real and imagined, paid tenfold. It is said a black hound now traveled with Faustus, granting him protection and dark counsel. Mephistopheles spirited Faustus to witches' sabbaths, allowed him to spy and blackmail people, and the most beautiful women in the world would travel at his side. He could have used his powers for good, but time and again, the wizard took the low road, using his powers to abuse those less than he. Time passed as time does. Soon the twenty-four years was drawing to an end. Sensing his destiny was at hand, Faustus abandoned his drinking, companions, and women. Faustus sent Mistopheles away, stating he had no more need for him. He began preaching the gospel, attending church services, and railing against the vice and sins of the flesh. As the exact hour approached, the wizard abandoned, abandoned his home, going to an inn on the outskirts of Wittenberg. There he sat in a common room, wanting companionship as the final hour approached. Then a black hound appeared at the inn, prompting Faustus to retire to his room his Bible. As the church bells announced the hour of midnight, a roar like the opening of a pit sounded in Faustus's room. A wind smelling of sulfur pushed it, pushed its way through the inn, 
causing doors to buckle under their hinges. Guests huddled deeper in their beds as a series of screams echoed from Faustus's room. The next morning, the innkeeper checked in on the doctor's room and discovered an infernal house. Blood and gore splattered and covered the floor and walls of the room. A skull lay neatly on the bed, one eye missing, the other staring aimlessly around it. Not long after the neighbors started reporting growls of animals from Faustus's home and the sight of a one-eyed skull staring at them from the windows of their homes. Soon his home was torn down, and all that remained was the tragic tale that befell him. Ooh, I like that one. I know it doesn't yeah. sound too exciting, but I really, really enjoyed that one. Yeah. What did you think of it? That's super creepy, but... Like, yeah. it does sound like a Halloween story, right? For sure, yeah. I really... Oh, God, I really love the, the, the like, summary. Because that, that's essentially, like, an entire play. Yeah, they used to do plays yeah. as seen in... And, oh, really? and this was a summary from uh, some separate creators that I had uh, looked into. They, well, not creators. Uh, they're, they're, I guess, analysts. Mm -hmm. And they look at plays and they analyze it. And they had summarized it into that. And it was so well written and... Uh, yeah, I can't remember who the creators were. So this isn't ours. Mm -hmm. I'll say that this was uh, taken from somebody else. Okay. And it'll it'll be fine because we're critiquing it. Right. So it'd okay. be in fair use because it is it really is so well written. It is so good that uh, the, the way the format that it was put in right here, that it, it, it sounds like a fucking Halloween story. Like it something really does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it, it uh, shit, they. I think they reference it in in Tombstone. They do the whole play of uh, Faust's play where they're at the. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They I, oh no, they don't do it in uh, Interview with a Vampire. I don't think they do. I don't. No, uh, I they they talk about the when Louis and they meet that uh traveling, like what is it like actors group or whatever right, but they do right. talk about like they do a faustian thing but i don't think they oh, actually do oh that's right they do they do they do i remember that uh, banderas does like that whole spiel or something yeah yeah and then my sister's little mind blew yesterday when she fucking realized that the headmaster in uh sabrina sabrina the teenage witch was named faustus yeah because i saw like oh yeah see, uh, the fucking dude his name's faustus and sabrina and I mean, he makes that, a deal with the devil and i was synonymous. like oh my god yeah, that, that name is just synonymous with that you know yeah kind of like uh god what uh kane like any anybody named oh, yeah. that that's synonymous yeah. with that you know are you watching the video? Yeah, what am I looking for? Well, uh, it doesn't capture the shadow by the door. And then when I see it, I get up to walk towards it. And I glitch in, a, in and out. I just dis essentially disappear. Have uh, you gotten to me getting up? No, I haven't. Oh, well, when I oh, get up, we go. you'll see it. Oh, that's weird. And then Ooh, as I, turn I gotta back, see this. As I turn back around where the shadow is supposed to be, I glitch back out. That's super Sorry. Oh yeah. All right. We're All right. We're having a weird night here. I I'm telling you, when we start, when I started doing the research on this whole devil Satan thing, I was getting weird sounds in the fucking house. I don't like. That. And then right now, while we're reading the the first account, possibly of of you know a, a deal with the devil, 
the dog barks and then you having this experience. Hmm. I got to say, this one is is one of the weirder ones where I'm compelled to say like, okay, yeah, I'm having some well, type I, of experience. I sent you the video too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on that group message. So, you'll, yeah. You'll, you'll see. Um, so, what I saw on the camera was essentially the shadow by the door. Uh-huh. That's why I got up and I was like, and I was like, I wonder what that is back there. Because it kept capturing the light of refraction, but it looked like somebody was like, doing that to it making the light you know how when someone gets in front of it the light disappears or oh okay yeah, gets yeah, too yeah. Close like to it. blocking it yeah and... if you look at it you'll see the light mm-hmm. dimming in and out but you won't see the shadow <laughs> so okay. i was like you know what okay let me just get up and take a look at it and i literally just dis- I disappear and then i reappear <laughs> like, what the fuck yeah it's all one continuous shot like the camera oh, doesn't nice. allow me to like edit anything <laughs> that's weird. Whoa, fuck well, you know, funny story. All right. So uh, this would be a personal account of somebody and I'm not going to include names and I'm not going to hint at anything. But it was a, it was an ex coworker that I used to work with. And he actually told me this story in confidence that I would never tell anybody. But uh, I don't work there any longer. And uh, he really didn't have any issue about me kind of discussing it with a friend of mine that I had kind of brought to him. Anyways, so he had claimed that he actually encountered the devil himself in his car oh shortly gosh. after the the death of his father, I believe. And he said that it was, <clears throat> I, I want to say that it was shortly after the service and it was at night. And he did live on this side of town as well, mm-hmm. right? He lived over there near South San area and that he had just left the service and he was riding in his car at night. And that, uh, so like while he was trying to turn onto a road, when he looked left to see if any, you know, oncoming traffic was coming and then he turned to look right, there was a man sitting in, in the seat next to him, oh, which there wasn't before. And they had a strange discussion about life and so on and where he wanted to go further in that, I believe. And uh, that he kind of blacked out, I want to say, is the kind of the way that he described it. He just said that it, it just kind of went uh like uh, god how, how do you describe it like you do you, have, do you do you know when your your head kind of fills with air and it kind of feels like pressure and then it gets relieved like your your vision oh, yeah, goes yeah. blurry you know what i mean yeah and he said that he kind of felt like that and that when he looked back the person wasn't there no more it's funny you say that that he was doing a turn because mm-hmm. essentially when you do a turn on this side there's a lot of crossroads oh yeah and especially over there where south san is there's literally like an access road then the main road and you gotta like turn on from yeah there's from, a bunch of crossroads yeah there's a everywhere. lot of wow holy shit i never thought about that that's yeah. so good wow yeah I've, I've had a couple of incidences like that in louisiana a couple of the crossroads yeah. it always gets uh extra spooky especially at night (laughs) well we'll see what happens to me while i'm driving home oh shit all right i'm sure he'll appear in like the the form of a crazy ex or something just i don't know he's like i know how to get this fool goth girl (laughs) persona on all right well i think that about wraps yeah, it up that should be it. now yeah. that i'm like essentially super creeped out and i'm gonna make sal sleep with me <laughs> the uh anti uh the anti uh cryptid mm-hmm. I, i'm telling you he's like the hunter of cryptids yeah um i, I describe him to my co-workers as like 
um, he is <laughs> like you know like I'm really into that oh into the X Men. Did you hit Lola? <laughs> no, she just literally jumped up on me. What did you do to her? I'm telling you, something strange is happening. <laughs> I'm literally just sitting here talking yeah, I to you. I didn't see him do anything. <laughs> so what would I do to her? <laughs> she just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> something weird is happening. I'm I, telling you. I consider him the X-Men, the next uh, mutant evolution. <laughs> so the way I'm thinking of it, I'm thinking like Hugh Jackman's Van Helsing. I think he's like the one that goes out and hunts down yeah. all the cryptids. <laughs> He's the he's the Highlander of the Crippers, <laughs> the Duncan McCloud. Oh man, dude, are you sensing something we aren't, dog? She's all. Like, I just changed food, so oh. <laughs> I'm getting spooky farts. <laughs> like you don't know it, but there's demons everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but this one was a lot of fun. I I really I I am very so. Uh, like certain people are very appreciative when certain films, books, or whatever are brought into their lives. I am very grateful for that great piece of literature that I read about Doctor Faustus. It was so good. And it is so so good. It's just yeah, the the imagery. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to look at some of it mm. up. It's just amazing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, this one was a lot of fun. I I hope y'all liked it too. Yeah, I'm genuinely creeped out. So. <laughs> we just yeah, that brought the devil into your For house. Real. Yeah, that's, you. that's because I, you know I didn't cover a lot of the stuff that we that I had essentially. I, I had to pull myself back from a lot of the yeah, yeah, yeah the accounts of stuff with people. So yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 happy with the way this one turned out. This was good mm-hmm. and rumpology. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we can. Cut it out here. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Audible. Else. But um, yeah, if you uh, want to be one of my first uh, mock uh, <laughs> clients for mm-hmm. my rumpology readings, go ahead and shoot us a, a message. Say, hey, Jess, you know, I will. Uh, mm-hmm. I will let you tell me my future. Uh-huh. How about we get an experiment one and I read your fortune and then Jesse read your fortune and then you give us a review on our yeah on um, your experience. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh-huh. Anywho, test um, our our psionic powers. <laughs> um, what else? It's not just the reading; it's the experience. The experience, that I'll give yeah. You. Uh-huh. They're like you know. Eric was playing Bob Dylan. It was I felt really relaxed. But then I got to Jesse and he had prints. But then when I got home, I had all these flaming hot fingerprints. <laughs> he was eating at the time. I know it was Jesse because he was the last one to read my ass. And he had red fingertips on them. All right. Oh, well, um, also send in your stories to Let's Chat Paranormal. Yes, also guys, please uh leave us a review. So we are growing to the point where I think reviews will start helping us, mm-hmm. our little podcast and our little community grow. So please, guys, let's uh, leave, leave us some review. reviews. Good reviews, please. Good yeah, reviews. and I, I will not judge your rump. I am just here to tell you <laughs> your future. <laughs> All the, right. From the tiniest rump to the biggest. <laughs> no worries. Mm-hmm. All righty. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening in. And if you have any suggestions, uh, you can send them to our Facebook or Instagram at Let's Chat Paranormal. All right. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye bye.